<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Yeah, I know. Because I can't get right. This is cutthroat. This burns as words pop from a snub nose. This Kurt meant skirt and I give a fuck mode. Because I can't get right. Because I can't get right. Yeah. Hey, this is uh, Can't Get Right with uh, me, Kurt Metzger, and uh, I got a very special guest. I would call him America's Sweetheart, but he doesn't live here. He's in Romania. Usually I introduce people as America's Sweetheart, but I don't see any reason he can't be. Uh, I found him on a YouTube channel. Well, I'm, I need to set, Mike, I need to show this image because it's funny. I had seen, I'd seen this a lot, like, uh, this is V, by the way. From Rainbow Channel, uh, Romanian TV, is that the correct name of it? Yes. And um, and I was watching because you talk about you, you kind of talk about a lot of like, kind of um, you know, it's in English, and you're talking about stuff like get my friend Gary that neurotic does a lot, you know, or or just like ridiculous things you see. Like, are you uh, this is like because you're near the UK or because of America? No, it's uh, I talk about anything that makes people laugh. And my channel is more liberty and freedom oriented. It always has been. So anything about censorship, anything about authoritarianism, things that I find it absolutely hilarious that it's being promoted now. Um, I just talk about them. And the purpose is to make people laugh and uh, have a good time. So is your audience like like is the people in Romania watch you too or just like uh, I'm seeing like that's what I'm you know. I'm from here, so I don't really speak any languages uh, well, like in the uh, book. But uh, is that common that everybody speaks English in Romania? Or is that like you got to be a little a little more educated? Or are people... I, I don't know anything about Romania, to be honest. Well, almost everyone speaks English here. Um, because while we were under communism, we looked towards America as a bastion of freedom. So when communism fell, a lot of people started promoting American culture, like movies for the first time got past the Iron Curtain and music. And everyone started learning English as a hobby in order to be able to understand American entertainment. So yeah, now almost everyone speaks English. I mean, even uh, beggars on the street, you can have an English conversation with them. And it's quite common in Eastern Europe, not just in Romania. That's very interesting. I, that's interesting to do everybody picking up as a hobby. Because that, so communism, that's uh, Ceausescu, was that his name? Ceausescu? Yes, Ceausescu was the dictator. And his wife, Ilana, she played the, also a very important role. And then they, yeah, and I remember when that, I read about it when I was a kid. I still remember this. I was getting my hair cut and reading some magazine as a kid. And um, and I it was all about that. And it was all like this crazy shit about this guy. But like, I don't know, like child. He'd like, I don't know if this is even true, but you tell me, but he would have kids like kidnapped from their parents and like raise them as like, um, like Sardaukar uh, Dune special force soldiers for himself. You know, like, like they thought he was their dad. That's, Sounds like Black Widow or something. So I haven't heard about that. It's probably an exaggerated myth. But there was a woman who worked in um, Secret Service. And there was this uh, 
African king, which came uh, into Romania as a visit. And the dear leader wanted to make um, a trade between the country of uh, the, the king and his. So because the king actually fell in love with the secret service woman, the dear leader actually sold her off as his wife. Wow. That's in the press, yeah. Wow. Was he called the dear leader? That's not just a Korean thing? Is that thing like in a bunch of like... No, almost in every communist country that I know uh, used to call them the dear leader. Oh, uh, the most yeah, beloved, yeah. yeah, the most beloved of the people. So is comrade meant to be like an international? I, I know that like the whole thing is it should be all the same, you know, communist. Whatever. And is comrade supposed to be like a universal word? Like, because I hear people say comrade here. and I'm like, that sounds very odd. Yeah, it's a gender abolitionist. Um, they're not like the communists aren't the first that tried to abolish gender. The first were uh, the French revolutionaries. They used the citizen. Uh, and if you actually called someone Madame or Monsieur, you could get guillotine for being anti-revolutionary. Uh, then the communists used it. Um, and they also used tovarish. Uh, tovarish is uh, Russian for friend. And you're supposed right. to use it to, to abolish the concept of Mr. and Mrs. We're all tovarish. We're all equal. Right. Yeah. Wow. The same also, with comrade. Yeah. Also your wife. Oh, wow. That's some. Also your like wife's our wife and your kids are our kid. <laughs> uh, well, uh, kid. yeah, th there was uh, this offshoot of communism, this, this ideology where they wanted to separate the children from the parents. Uh, not, well, obviously the wives would belong to the, to whomever they chose to marry, but the children belong to the state. So that they would be raised while the parents were at work laboring, the children would be raised by the government, by the state, so that they're good communists. That was an old uh, MSNBC commercial that people got up in arms about, about uh, Melissa Harris Perry. She got like, I think they fired her for like uh, Joanne Reed or something, but she um, she made this commercial like, we need to stop thinking of uh, something like our kids as, as mm -hmm. ours and think of them as everybody's kids. And yeah. I was like, First of all, I don't want kids, so that's not my. What are you talking about? And people are like, "What the fuck?" And that's what that shit is. That's some like like weird. That's all like me. I didn't know about any of this stuff. I, you know, I, I, I went and read. I never read that Capital book. I, I can't. But that's uh, Capital, yeah. But uh, you know, the I went and read. I tried to like read what the guy said, because I'm used to that thing of like someone telling you what to. Here's what you should uh, <laughs> think about it in advance. And I actually don't bother with it, but I'm just curious. And then there's all kinds of things. You mentioned something before that I don't think people are even a little bit aware of here. Where like he was pro gun. Karl Marx. Yeah, he was pro gun. Yeah. And um, uh, uh, wait, what was the thing quote though? It was like he said the every worker should have a gun. Is that my saying? No, 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 no. Under no circumstance should the workers be disarmed. That's what. You're uh, saying. Yeah. Workers uh, should, uh, I can look it up on Google if you want, like just go Karl Marx anti-gun and you'll find the quote. Like he basically says that this must be resisted under um, any circumstance, that, that the workers should never be disarmed. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and then, you know, when I read it, what I was like, I don't know, like my ultimate, like, I guess, critique of it was like, it sounds like probably all kinds of actual, uh, accurate, you know, there's a lot of like criticism that I'm like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying with that. And then, you know, it's just not really a plan that <laughs> there's not, it's a lot of like, we'll be greeted as liberators talk, you know, like uh, we went to Iraq, it's going to work out great. 
and nothing's like like the details are where all the shit happens like you can have whatever I, that's i don't believe any fucking system because that's all the vague part like what happens like what are the details once you start doing it and then you find out you know you live in la and it's fucking calcutta here <laughs> because they were going to do all kinds of progressive shit and now it's just people with like drug problems take you can't even imagine like i had no i'm from new york dude and i never saw anything like this before i mean new york's colder too by the way but but all the thought of how to handle everything here is coming straight from san francisco that's where berkeley is that's where all the you know gavin newsom the governor mm -hmm. the former mayor and i knew he sucked because when i would go to san francisco they'd all talk about how he sucks and now there's more homeless than ever and then he comes here before i moved here and and it, they just suck at their job the weed business is going out it can't can barely stay afloat because somehow they cocked that up a thing that you would think would be oh luckily the illegal market has come back stronger <laughs> than it was i didn't know this I, i've been paying for it like an asshole legally because i don't have any contacts in la to get illegal weed but i that's crazy to cock things up so and legal weeds good idea to me because one i smoke a lot of it uh it's just with a detail like how are you going to implement this and and everybody's like programmed to go to have like an ideology and they're like okay we we lived happily ever after and then you're like this isn't working like i said we lived happily ever after <laughs> sir um also this picture for v up i want to tell uh because mike you didn't know who this was right no no i was not i, I said it looked like uh I, I think i said resident evil Oh, you put it up in the chats, V. All right. Under no pretext should arms and ammunition be surrendered. Boy, he even mentioned the ammunition. <laughs> yeah, of course. Any attempt to disarm the workers must be frustrated by force if necessary. Oh, that's why I was thinking the workers should be armed is because that that language. He was against um, immigrants as well, and he was also pro-slavery. Uh, I mean, Karl Marx is very based in red pill dude, but um, people don't read his work. They, they just give lip service. Well, <laughs> the thing is against immigrants, I don't think people that's another one I, like i hear when people talk about it, they don't mention the difference between immigrant and illegal immigrant which is a difference yeah because people that have to jump through the hoops you got to jump through which are quite a few I, I i mean i sympathize with them i would be a little annoyed if somebody just fucking i'm like oh i can i just fucking snug in it's all good um so that's like kind of a fuck you and to people that do what you told them they're supposed to do yeah i think even the right wing is not against uh legal migrants I mean, even they're, like they're both 100% because it's a it's that we've had this like, I don't know when Neo started popping up in front of everything, but around when that started, that's when the idea was, this is great, because then we're competitive in the labor market. And that means they don't have to compete to pay you, you have yeah. to compete for slave wages. Which... Yeah, this is what Karl Marx says. He says that, uh, well, in his time, you didn't have like immigration from one country to another. That was very rare. But he noticed how the people from Ireland were moving into England and they were depressing the wages of the English workers. And he right. called that out. He, he basically said that, um, that that is not something that the English worker benefits from. It's what the factory owners benefit from. Did you now, like, did you know this stuff? You have like a couple degrees or something, right? Or aren't you like a... Well, I, I finished law school and med school and now I'm a YouTuber, so... Right, but... Is this stuff, because uh, I imagine, well, was it already over when you were a kid in uh, Romania? Yeah, so I think I was around three years old when oh. the regime fell, but the effects, they don't just go overnight. I mean, even for the next 10 years, um, 
plus like all my parents would constantly talk about how it was under communism and and all of the horrors and and the oppression they lived through so um is it now you know how like in russia there's the people that are like it was better like how much of it is where there's people that are like conditioned to how how it was and they're like you know because this is why i ask i was in uh taking a yeah. cab in new york and the and like in new york before your uber and all that like you get a cab yellow cab service sucked generally but sometimes like one in nine i would say i would talk to some interesting person that was like so this guy was from romania and um by the way the drivers there all of them the thing they would complain about from whatever country was that we our traffic laws like that we have them <laughs> so like one guy was from uh pakistan or india goes we don't have these kind of laws i'm like what do you do if you get in a crash he goes we fight <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and, and um and then this so the one guy's romanian and he was telling how it sucked and i was like and i i i knew who chowchesco was i'm like what was it like in he, he said it was like better in romania or something and i go like in chowchesco yeah chowchesco was better I was like, really? I'm like, so I wonder what pissed them off so much that that's better. And is that like a thing of you get used to a way, a place, like if everything collapsed tomorrow here and they're like, guess what? We're starting a fucking Marxist utopia, everyone. I'm sure I would be like, I'm not into this because I'm just adapted to this. How I, however, I, you know, like what people are about free speech, I, I don't really give a shit what the morals are of it. Like, that's just what I have to have. I could I don't need to justify it to anyone like I, I, I'm like very attuned to that I get that and there's not like any programming at this point in my life is going to make me go well I guess I shouldn't be able to speak freely you know mm -hmm. like that's a but like are there people like that there where they're like they kind of miss Ceausescu I mean it'd be old I know but so, so uh, I, I don't think there is a correct way of doing politics I think every person has a different set of values and if you're the type of person that likes freedom and you're capable of taking care of yourself uh you're going to despise any type of authoritarian regime but if you're a person that uh, wants safety you know you want the government to keep you safe to give you security to think for you to tell you what is good and what isn't so you don't have to take decisions that you then have to take responsibility for then yeah you might like a regime like Ceausescu's or even that there are still people in uh, that in Germany who tell that their parents used to to love right. the regime of the Nazis I is mean, that like a thing is is there like any sizable group of people that are like we missed the way it was before like you hear about in Russia a lot because you know I guess it was pretty fucked up how it was for them after it yeah. fell um is there yeah, anything th like there that are. there yeah, yeah yeah I mean you gave me an example with yeah. a doctor who um managed to uh, held the birth of uh, some inner party member. And because yep. of that, he got favors. There were a lot of people like that. And if you actually had connections and you knew the correct people and you greased the wheels, <sighs> I mean, the regime was really good with you, yeah, especially. Right. Yeah. So, so you didn't need to have necessary talent or skills. I mean, just by ratting you on your neighbor and informing the authorities of what, what you see at work, uh, that could give you a lot of perks and benefits which place you above the other citizen. It, it makes you feel morally right. superior. And that's kind of like Amazon like a warehouse works. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like a diversity officer in the United States. I mean, they, they don't really do that much uh, compared to a normal worker who, who works like 10 they or 11 hours. It's, yeah, that's a crazy thing. That's what's so unfortunate is there's a whole consulting business that sprung up around this fucking nonsense. And half the people 
I, I see. I'm like, I don't even think you know what you're, you're, what, what you think. Like you saw Whoopi got in trouble mm-hmm. for saying the Holocaust is white on white crime, basically. Yeah. And and I mean, she didn't get in that much trouble. But the thing that I find hilarious is she's just saying the thing you're supposed to say now. And all these fucking people are are they are not like no CRT. I had somebody tell me that I had. There's a History Channel I like. I had the guy on, and he and mm-hmm. he just doesn't like Republicans. So like, I knew critical race theory was horseshit from like 12 years ago because I started hearing crazy things from people. <laughs> so it used to be on Wicked. By the way, this is what the creepy to me. Back mm-hmm. when I looked it up, it's not like I did like scholarly research. I went to fucking Wikipedia first. They told you everything about it on Wikipedia at the time. They, oh, yeah. they explained it was a Marxist lens. All that got taken off. Mm-hmm. Okay? That that all got removed, so that people go, no, it, there's nothing. But it's not like that. And they, it, by the way, what somebody says that they don't give a shit what it was or not. They're like, it, we're we're like emotionally programmed here. Everything is your emotion, so you're supposed to just yep. feel. And that's why the trucker thing is so is so dangerous because they're not burning anything down. They're just mm-hmm. peaceful, and they have a very a stated goal that you can understand. And you don't need them to explain what it means to them, you know? <laughs> like... Well, 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 it's actually two, two big problems. One of the worst strikes that nations can face uh, is a trucker strike. Yeah, it's bad. It's not only that. I mean, they're like the red blood cells of a country. Um, without truckers, you don't have oxygen. So the, everything that's on your desk right now, a trucker delivered it. So wait until one or two weeks that the stores run out of supplies and you're going to start seeing empty shelves in Canada and you're going to start seeing the actual effects of a trucker strike. So because trucker strikes are so damaging, <clears throat> usually leaders don't try to antagonize truckers. Mm-hmm. So when I saw Justin Trudeau antagonizing them, I was like, wow, that, that is stunning and brave. Like, I wonder how that's going yeah. to turn out. Well, he like, couldn't th- deal with somebody. The, the, the whole, all this bullshit, by the way, was about these passports. They want these digital fucking passports. Yes. So that's why, like, I'm, you should be like, anybody should be like, thank you, truckers, because they're like somewhat slowing the fucking nightmare that everything's headed to with the technology. papers, please. Yeah. The only ones, like, not the people that know about it are like, no, this is good because everyone's stupid and the stupid people have to be controlled. What do you think? They should just have conversations. <laughs> and then, and, and so, like, when that chip thing came out in Sweden, you know, they're putting chips in their hands at chipping parties. And the guy's showing how great these chips, look at this tech. And he's like, he goes to the soda machine at work and puts his hand up. I mean, you can mm-hmm. get a soda. Yeah, I, I saw the commercial, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the conspiracy theory, sorry. Uh, yeah. Five months ago, conspiracy theory, now actual commercial on TV. Yeah, I'm not even like <laughs> extra on guard with shit. Like I, I got face ID on my phone because I don't want to goddamn type in all these six numbers every time. It's an easy thing to fall for. I'm sure something, it did something <laughs> that is harming me or society by doing a face thing. I'm sure it did. The chip thing is crazy, though. That's like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, anyway, so they're the only ones doing that. They're not breaking anything. And that's that's why you see the real, like, demonization of them because BLM uh, or or uh, whatever, January 6th. S- several are, trillion dollars worth of damage. Uh, most uh, oh, that's damage okay. done in U.S. history, I think. Oh, that's okay. The, they got insurance, the big companies, and they can buy up the destroyed businesses of the smaller companies, and they could just own everything. Mm-hmm. So they're all. that's why they're cool with it, okay? Uh, and the government, if you're out there breaking shit, you, you're doing the, like, that's it's like controlled burns or something. To, to <laughs> controlled burns. Oh, my God, that's such a well, nice way of putting it. But that's what they're doing. That's why Q is a th- all that bullshit. That's yeah. like 
they're like honey traps. Like that's what we've been doing with uh, the war on terror. We find the craziest people. Then they catch some unscrupulous Arab who's not even that Muslim who was doing some other crime, and they go, "Well, you know Muslims, so you go in those mosques and you find out who's the whatever, and we'll give you money." Who's the most crazy? Him. Yeah. Then yeah. he fucking pays that. There's poor, stupid, or crazy people. Most of them. And I remember seeing this, too, at the time. I remember watching the news report when they caught the guys in the Miami 7 or whatever they were. It was some, like, weird black, like, not even Muslim. They're, like, you know, not even Nation of Islam level of Islam amount. Mm -hmm. It's just some crazy people. Yeah. Um, and they sent this guy who drew up the plans. The plans were something crazy, like they were going to ride horses in. The, the, uh, the guy who made Brass Eye in the U.K., Chris Morris, he, he made a movie about it. Um, and then, so then they, they arrest them. They, they drop the plans and the guy's like, okay, we're going to do it. And then now they, then they go, look at, we, we got the terrorists and Bill, I remember Bill Maher making jokes about like, these aren't like the first string of uh, terror. Yeah. They're not, these are just lunatics. And mm -hmm. then while they were doing that, the Boston marathon bombing happened and people were warning them about those guys. No, nobody was handling it because everything that everybody does is for funding. And yeah, but that now, actually requires work. I mean, catching actual bad guys requires work. Well, also, sometimes you don't catch the bad guy. And then what are you going to put on the paper and, and justify your budget next year? Because you got to uh, That's keep, a good point. Yeah. If you don't, I, I learned this from playing DC and talking to like young, young DC people were not hipsters. They were creepy. They were like House of Cards larvae. I always call them. They, they were like working for someone and they were, they were in their 20s learning shit that I just learned, you know, about, oh, this is how the fucking shit works. And it's amazing seeing how and how like dead like one guy had quit working for something and was now working for an arms dealer and he says more ethical than the thing he was doing, which was uh, disposing of <laughs> th mer um, mercury thermometers in hospitals. It was a good program that we needed, but something got invented that hospitals use now that they can just it's better and cheaper to do it on site. So end of program, right? No, we won't get the money next year, but you don't need it because you're not nope. It just keeps going on. So it just, yeah. I don't know how long, but he, he got so like repulsed by it, he quit and works in the defense industry. That's how <laughs> gross the thing that is the good industry is. Mm -hmm. So that's all the fucking thing. And that's, people are mad at cops uh, in general. I mean, look, I've had shitty customer service in, um, with Verizon a lot, you know? Now they can't shoot me, the Verizon uh, uh, outsource labor. But that's why the, the cops are the lowest street level customer service people. Like, I don't, I would see all these people I know that are left that are like, yeah, what the defund the police. I'm like, okay, then what? Is that what? So, psychologists, oh, guess, psychologists. Yeah. yeah. So, so when uh, the father comes home drunk and, you know, gets into domestic violence with his wife and then gets the daughter in the room and starts whooping her ass as well. And people call the cops. So you're going to have a psychologist that's going to come at the door and have a responsible conversation. And uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's going to work. Yeah, no, it won't. And so the, the, the academic lunatics who came up with that know that that's the idea. Yeah, they want it to be. And but also, they're not really academics, like, especially in shit like that, like fucking Neo Mark, like they're fucking useless. All they end up doing is being consultants like corporate consult that that's all they did was create a thing where they got rich because it's so easy to co-op them because they're dumb meanwhile the real people that are you know whoever the 150 or so i can't remember that investor he's like 150 people kind of run everything they they understand that's why they start saying sustainable capitalism because it's going to be 
well, now that we're rich, this isn't sustainable. I mean, we're so rich. We Other people can't live like we do, obviously. You guys all got to reduce your carbon footprint. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, uh, and so that's the program. And so people are arguing about, like, we don't have fucking capitalism. I don't think people know that. No, like, but, but like America officially is not a capitalist country. It's a mixed economy. Well, okay, let me explain what I say by that. You don't like have to make a profit now. The the people that have the most money have so much fucking money that everything's venture capital. So this yes. channel, Lewis's, and my friend, who's the one from Romania, he's the one who told me about this. He's like, my only competition maybe is Lewis's channel on the East Coast because all the other podcast channels don't have to make a profit. They get venture capital. Mm -hmm. And that's when all that tech shit started up. Now they have to, some of them have to cook the books to fake that because they'll accidentally make a profit sometimes. And <laughs> it'll fuck up their investment. It's fucking did look, wild. Did you look into ESG scores? Yeah, that's why. So anyway, because I was supposed to talk about this picture, Mike. Mike goes, I asked Mike who it was. I go, yeah. And I go, so this chick they made in the new The Last of Us game. And he goes, oh, that's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Mike it was thought it was just a real, like a, a buff Conan O'Brien as a boy. Yeah. Um, a buff Justin Bieber. Yeah. So that that's. That ESG thing is one of the worst fucking things that's ever happened. And and uh, it's not a conspiracy. It's a thing they've been talking about openly. I just didn't follow anything like that ever. No, it's, it's public. And there's also Catholic ESG. It's not just uh, What's like normal. So, so Catholic ESG uses ESG on Catholic values. But if you look at it, it intersects perfectly with the woke values. They, they just have like different rationale. Oh, they for did them. that with the Baptists too. Did they? they got, yeah, the, the, the what, I don't know, the Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, they they did like and they did like a weird I don't know how dippy Baptists do their thing but they did a uh, you know they voted on the things that are going to incorporate and whatever they're and they saved the CRT shit for the last like they saved it to the end so they couldn't talk about it just <laughs> yeah they're very conniving so yeah like and so but when I like oh who's they there's a whole consultant. There's a whole class of consultants. It's like I go, oh, the people pushing CRT. I mean, yeah, yeah. People say, like, oh, the neo Marxists. They, yeah, maybe, but they really ain't so neo Marxists. They're what they are getting rich off this fucking bullshit consulting, corporate consulting, and Southern Baptist, and I guess Catholics to a degree, they have a political like. That's why well, these uh, black churches vote forever. That was a voting block since historically, since way back. That's the only place you know you were allowed to go. You're like, well, they can go to church. That was like, so that's how that developed that way. And that's why you'd even have weird votes. Like, like where I grew up, my religion, we didn't have that shit. It was like a, you know, an honest to God cult that <laughs> had to do Honest to God cult. Yeah, you can, you can say this unironically. So I wonder about this uh, Last of Us 2 thing because I always thought the first story was very, was, I remember because my girlfriend sat and would just watch it at the time. And, uh, it was like a what, best story I ever saw in a in a fucking game. Like where I was like, wow. Like at the end, I was like, wow, that was a cool fucking story. There's probably others that are like good, but I just didn't finish them. Like I finished it, and I was like, that's amazing. So this guy got a big fucking head apparently, and he uh, Neil something. Neil Drakman. Yeah, and and so he made the story of the Last of Us too, and it's the most. You could just see the arrogance dripping out of him after he wrote this thing that was pretty awesome, I think, mm -hmm. because. So he's like, okay, one. So now he's he's. I've seen this process happen many many times from over the years working in various parts of show business. 
the like, now I'm important, it's time, I have a platform. What am I going to do with it? I'm not going to do the thing that everybody likes that got me here. Now it's time for me to blather my whatever. So the, so he's like, okay, it's going to be a female, and she's going to be as strong as a dude. I think the girl they got doesn't look like this either, right? No, 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 no. They they changed her. Like, the actress actually looks normal, and, and she's actually pretty. And I they, think the they made her androgynous. The, yeah, the bodybuilder also, or whoever the woman was, the she was also more attractive than this, I, I, I believe also. Yes. I, I could be wrong. Yes. So they artificially ugged up this chick. Now, mm -hmm. okay. It's a tactic could, in the gaming industry right now. You that, But you could make that interesting, okay? Let's say you got to, that, that could be interesting. But so then right at the opening of the game, she kills the, the lead protagonist. Everybody's like, whatever happened with the guy? She kills him with a golf club for revenge. I don't even understand the fucking revenge. Like, and I heard people, who's the guy, uh, Jim Sterling? His thing about like oh, he yeah. didn't like, he didn't I, like I the think game. I think he transitioned now it's uh Stephanie Sterling. Oh right. At the time though it was Jeff, right. <laughs> yes. But but um he like but he uh, his review of the game actually I thought was pretty pretty good, except mm -hmm. he's saying like Joel was a bad guy. He wasn't the good guy, he was bad. And I and at the end of that that game, I didn't come away thinking Joel was the bad guy. And it's very weird uh, weird. I think you gotta be kind of lefty to uh, unfortunately to be uh i i mean it, it, well it, it's, he why was, would he be the bad guy um he actually says that he did bad things and he robbed people and he did what was needed to survive so oh, I, guess, I thought because like, he saved the he saved the uh, no 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 it, it like saving the girl actually makes him a good guy like it's a redemption arc okay well, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't Stephanie that said this part then, but I, mm -hmm. I maybe have seen other people saying it and combined it. Probably. The thing where he, the thing where he kills them, because they're going to get the cure out of her brain for mushroom head zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they basically dick him over and don't give, don't pay him what they were supposed to pay him. Yeah. And um, he comes back and kills him and takes, and takes the girl out of there. And I was like, yeah, I don't think he's bad. People were saying he's bad for that, I saw. I mean, there there are there is the argument to be made, right? Like one life versus the life of the entire planet. That's right. But why should I trust that they have the thing that's going to do anything just because? Yeah, they exactly. Like, so. like why why would they distribute the 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 cure to everyone? But but okay, that, well, that's not. How, how do I they... know they have it? How do I yeah. know once you fucked fucked with me and cheated me, and I know you're dishonest, you're just going to kill my adopted daughter, my adopted yeah. lesbian daughter that I just saved. Adopted <laughs> lesbian daughter. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, and and. I, what you just said is right. Like I already know about the handing out the cure. They just beat the shit out of me and took all my shit. So I'll die in the wilderness. Like, no, nah, I'm not the bad guy. I think maybe I don't trust the authority of the firefly. I'm getting real emotion about it. it a good, yeah, exactly. Like, no, you, good you, you have a good point. Yeah. But, but what's even worse. Okay. Like what, what you just said is half of it. What happens behind the scenes is that the woman who made the first game is made by a woman by the name of Amy Henning. Now, Amy yeah. Henning, in the video gaming world, she's very respected. She made some amazing games. I mean, th these are games she that write, everyone. Does she knows. write for them? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. And and every single gamer likes her. And uh, she went to some reporters, and they were like, "Oh, aren't gamers sexist?" And she's like, "No, I never found that. Like every man in the industry was nice to me, and I, I never had any problem with sexism." Blah blah blah. So they started hating her. And Neil Druckmann rumors is that he actually made her leave the company. And took her place. And this is a big feminist who wants uh, so did women she in write? Did she yes. write the story? It wasn't him. Yes. No. The first game is wrote by Amy Henning. 
I mean, you can look her up. She she's uh, going. He didn't to have write her the first fucking game. He he did not write the first game. Get the fuck out of here! Well, no wonder it sucked what he made. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's dude. I did not know that. I thought that he wrote the because they say he wrote the game. Yeah, he didn't. And look look at the works. I mean, every single gamer knows about uh, Soul Reaver. Um, some some of these titles, they're they're you know just classics. I mean, it's like Beethoven for gamers. Well, yeah. The story, and he, the story to Michael Jordan cast in the Windy City was awesome. He, 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 he <laughs> ran her out of the industry. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how that works. Uh, <laughs> I did not know she wrote that. That is astonishing. So, so that's why it wasn't fucking <laughs> unbelievable. You could see the difference. Like, I thought he just like, oh, he used to be good. He's just another one of these dickheads that inserted his name. Uh, that's unbelievable. Um so I need to, I need to fact check myself. I don't know if she wrote the first one. He, like it might be someone else, but definitely it's not him who, yeah, who wrote maybe the he first. Contributed. It, he maybe contributed in some way. I've written on a bunch of shit. I, I like I get how that goes. Um, but he. <laughs> so this story is so she kills Joel because mm -hmm. Joel killed her father, who now is black. He was white, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they woke washed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the sequel, like, he, he was white in the beginning, and then they made him black in the sequel to they make just, him like, more... They just, like, kept turning the, the tan thing on him. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and so Joel killed him to rescue Ellie. And so this chick, by the way, this chick, interestingly enough, not lesbian. There's a, there's a doggy sex scene. <laughs> oh, my God, don't remind me of that. <laughs> um, but so she kills she finds out who he is she's heard his name it's, it's just poorly written and then she kills him and then it's a revenge thing it could have been so you could have just okay you want to make this the character okay well how i would have done it was made it how just how how uh conan the 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 john milius one starts where like like i'd have it where because of maybe what joel did killing the guy she got grabbed by some fucking i don't know Raiders or something, and then she eventually got beefy, like turning some form of uh, turning the wheel, like <laughs> show Conan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. yeah, you show her as a little kid, okay, not looking like a fucking man first, like a little girl taken because she's not gay. So this is like some th there's an interesting story that a straight woman would become like this that you could tell that would make you sympathize with the journey of it, and it'd mm -hmm. be fucking interesting, you know? Yeah. And uh, and then as we get to sympathize with this person where like i didn't want to see some beefy fucking bitch on the thing but you're like oh that's you know people like that in your life where you didn't want to sympathize and their stories compelling then uh uh you find out she's trying to kill joel and then does it and then you get then that's a good fuck like you're like oh shit but this <laughs> asshole he wasn't into telling a story he was into like yeah yeah exactly you, you, oh um it's like that's the biggest hack move to just thinly like just a little bit put a little razzmatazz on your fucking thing, you know? In fact, yeah. if your goal is that, you should be making a a compelling story for the character other than she's really beefy and strong. That's all you need to know. So so my chat actually told me Emmy Henning did write the first part. Drachman wrote the DLC, which makes the, the little girl into a lesbian. Like, that, so that is what he wrote. That is fucking amazing, dude. I did not know that this whole time. I yeah, know, I mean, by the way, dozens of, of stories like this and other things where it's like some guy. They don't report it. They don't report it on these things, right? I mean, he, the, the press is all like, oh, look how progressive Neil Druckmann is. Oh, he wants women in positions of power. It's like, then why did he took the place of one of the most respected women in the video gaming industry? Well, because none of it's about that. And nobody, unfortunately, people don't realize that until the shit happens to them, you know?
I don't. Mm -hmm. know, I'm sure Amy Henning probably realized it the whole time. It sounds like a nightmare working there, but she wasn't the feminist. She probably didn't even know about the ideology. She just wanted to write good well, games. It sounds like she's just good at what she does. I have yeah. a friend that's a writer for games. I can't remember her name. I haven't talked to her in a long time, but she was telling me all about how it works. Because I was thinking of trying to maybe get into it, but it's a really pain in the ass to write. This is more of a game where it's easier to probably easier to write because it's narrative and. But like, if you had to write like Fallout or something, that's a fucking nightmare. And the people who do it, she told me. They're these guys that are like Aspergery fucking nerds and they've never have them have, you know, like, so they don't really, that's why the characters seem kind of stupid in a lot of. Yeah. Them. Yeah. That, like, that's why the character, it's not that they seem stupid. They're, they're all suffering from some mental issues. Uh, like they're not talking like human beings talk. Well, that's what and, I mean. And, I, that's why yeah. I mean stupid writing, but like, yes, I, 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 you have to understand I'm also stupid, but I, I was, uh, <laughs> but yes, it's, it's like someone that doesn't know how to, communicate with humans normally exactly so it, everything rings false it all rings like um how you imagined it was going to go when you said something but you've never actually said anything to anyone like that kind of uh, feel to it you know like there's no like there's nothing organic that's what last of us the first one struck me how like it it like grabbed you in emotionally and like got you into it and made you forget that it, it handled kind of shitty the gameplay and I liked every part of it. Like I was like, oh, cool, it's violent and like, whatever. Yeah, but, but but it's not just Last of Us. I mean, look at Hollywood, right? There is no more originality. There's not a single original movie coming out. Everything is a sequel. I mean, okay, tell me the name of an original movie which came out in the last two years. That's not a sequel, a prequel, or a reimagining. Oh, I don't know. I haven't followed enough. I um, you can't. I'll tell you. Want, you can. Yeah. You can... <laughs> well, because I remember what. Like now, this is more than three years, I guess. That one that. Uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix was in before Joker. Um, what? Hello? Sorry about that. I think I lost the connection for a couple of seconds. I'm, oh, yeah. V's in Romania, everyone. Um, it, it's the third best internet in the world, by the way, as internet <laughs> <really>? speed. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> did you see we, uh, You Were Never Here or You Were Never There? I think it's called, but Joaquin Phoenix? No. Oh, it's pretty awesome, dude. It's it's. I think that's why they thought of him for Joker. He's like some guy. He's some like crazy uh, ex ex uh, veteran that now works recovering stolen kidnapped kids, and uh, he just like buys a hammer and like <laughs> goes these places and like. Beats, Man, that sounds like such a cool plot. Yeah, it's awesome. It's an awesome movie. He's awesome in it. Like, like, and when I saw it, I was like, and they were doing Joker. I was like, oh, I get it. Like, he's got like <laughs> kind of pointy kind of face features and then he plays a really good and he's like a great uh, yeah he's great in it. it's it's when was this movie. made in, in what year mm, it's more than three years ago i bet now oh probably, okay probably four or five years ago but i you know I, i've been watching just like youtube for a long time i had cable and i canceled it like I, there's nothing that i want to watch it's all it's all bottom line is that it's all elevator music and it's all corporate yeah gremlins part two warned us this would happen uh <laughs> corporate <laughs> approved art and uh oh that's why i want this is why i thought to ask you to come on uh will you put up that picture uh, uh mike guys let's take a break to talk about rockauto.com that's part of my deal i make the jingles and sing them for our sponsors because that's how much we appreciate our fine sponsors here and one of the finest i would say by far is rockauto.com i don't know if you fix cars or you need car parts or you know if you're mechanically inclined and you'd like to not have the hassle of going to a store and you know dealing with all the 
look, if you're trying to get away from your family for a little bit, well, I'm not, I get it. I'm not even trying to get it. Some people, hey, maybe I don't want to have convenient ordering at home. I hate my home. I hate my life. My wife is, is a broken car, basically, is how I live now. So you're not going to take that away from me, that I go in the store and spend hours looking for things and they don't have it. They'll be like, sorry, we don't have it. We can maybe get it from another store, and but it might take a couple of hours. And you're like, oh, that's fine. I'll wait. Because I would do anything not to go home to my fat pig wife right now. If that's you, you could ignore this. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about if you want convenience at an excellent price at rockauto.com. I don't even have promo codes because their prices are low. Because they cut out the middleman bullshit of having to take long trips to... Be away from your family for five goddamn minutes. So if you're a car guy, right now go to rockauto.com and check out all the parts available for your car. You, you're just going to have so much fun looking at car parts. Maybe put on headphones, drown, drown your family out. Why not that? Why not, if you are that guy, why don't you give it a shot too? Just put on some noise-canceling headphones uh, and some music and just look at some auto parts and pretend you never made that mistake in your life. rockauto.com because I, I just, I remember seeing this briefly and then your video came on on my feed and you were like, can anyone tell me, <laughs> can anyone tell me what this fucking is? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it says, what is solo poly? Solo polyamory is a type of polyamorous configuration. <laughs> Mike, are you following? This is for you. Listen, you bigot. <laughs> are you there, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Solo polyamory is a type of polyamorous configuration. Got it? Solo poly people tend to see, the, see their selves <laughs> as their own primary. Oh, man, I've been my own primary for months at a time. They usually have multiple separate or intertwined polyamorous dynamics. They are committed to their polyamorous relationships. They don't depend on the relationship escalator to express their commitment. And then to illustrate, as you can see, Mike, there's a, a woman, I'm assuming Muslim of, of uh, color, and she has a hook hand for a peg leg. Now, can you solve the riddle, and, Mike? And, and it's corpo art, you know, like the art you see in yes, corporations. What's with... that? There's a style. It's a name yeah, for yeah, a yeah. fucking style. I don't know, but it's like big hands, uh, small heads. Sometimes the color of the skin isn't uh, natural, like blue or purple. Um, and it is the type of art that you will never stop to, to admire, you know, and it's like, oh, what does this piece of art tell me? Like, you're, you're never going to do that. Well, the thing is, this one, I did. <laughs> you did, yes. That, uh, like, is, that is correct. I, like, because when you look at it, you're like, this is almost like, it's so bizarre that it's like art. Like, like <laughs> I thought it was like some kind of like artist or something. And it is a graphic artist. She's in Hawaii and she's like. I don't know. Mike, have you ever seen anything like this? Do you have any idea what, what it's saying? No, I don't even know where the hook leg comes into play. Yeah, they don't bring up what the hook leg is all about. Um, I, I are they just trying know. to show diversity? I think yes. that this is a general... I mean, that is very diverse. You, like, you want to be so diverse, diverse as fuck? Oh, by the way, my hand identifies as a leg. <laughs> uh, uh, so, okay, the, the hook for a leg, I looked it up. 
my chat corrected me. Look, this is what happens when you actually have a chat and you don't give your comment section disabilities oh, like CNN. Is that the fucking Olympic runner kind yes. of robot legs? Yes. It's just yes. drawn like a... Ho- oh. Yes. But, but they're backwards. Like They're supposed to have the, uh, the, the hook orientation. It's supposed to go in front, not in back. So... Oh, so she's just a... <laughs> and, and, and you, so you're she supposed was probably to... blown up. <laughs> she was blown up in Afghanistan, but she came from a wealthier family that could afford high-tech... Yes, Obama lines. drone strike, yeah. Holy <laughs> the, the... shit. But um, what, what, what it actually says, because I actually had to think about, you know, like I, I only went through bed in law school. I, I, I can't really comprehend this level of uh, progressive ideology. This is but... like legalese, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they're talking about people who have multiple personality disorders. Like you think you, you have like five or six people that you are and so... you're in love with yourself. No, unironically, right? So, so you're in love with another personality but it's well it's not you because what is you right like which personality are you so that's the primary and you're in love with (laughs) it's kind of like in fight club i know it blows your mind it's kind of like in fight club you know where the main character Yeah. yeah it's like if he was in love with the other guy that would have been like a polyamorous configuration well i mean if you read the subtext he kind of was (laughs) i still don't understand the hook leg no, it's not a hook leg. It's a it's or the uh, the the runner's leg. But still, why does one of her personalities run? So what? Wait, is one of her personalities a one-legged Muslim woman? Is that what? I, that's I don't a oh like what? Why would we assume we would be bigots if we assume? Well, here's you what know? I assume from. This, from this <laughs> I'm gonna tell you all my assumptions because right. I was like fascinated when it popped up. <laughs> I'm like, dang, and I'm like, oh, this is like a challenge to figure out what this is. But so I just looked up um, Marjani Lane, whatever. She's a graphic designer, probably wealthy, my guess, because that is the you get work in corporate places to learn this this awful style is like you're you're going places, you know, and it's and uh, and, and probably makes a lot of money to live in Hawaii. Now, this is so crazy. And when you say split personalities, that's like a a flavor a new like flavor of the rich people month thing like like having Tourette's ticks now is pretty cool from TikTok. That's like uh she's in Hawaii uh doing like corporate art stuff. She probably makes some money and has time for like like Hawaii is like if you think goop is kind of fruity like you got to see Kauai. It's unbelievable. It's like a by the way beautiful. Kauai is beautiful. But the people but, uh, yeah, like you can't eat you can't eat a piece of fruit without worshiping it as a god first. <laughs> really? That's what it tells that. Yeah, it's a joke it tell me. But yes, um, I told a joke. I was at a wedding, my cousin's wedding too, and uh, I actually got my I actually talked myself out of getting late at this wedding because I this comic Russ Maneev had this joke. He used to make me laugh. This chick was talking about she swims with like dolphins or some, you know, and um. And I go, yeah, my buddy has a joke about that, about like, you know, that he had this joke, like, you know, that blowhole in the back of the head. He goes, he goes, hey, guys, don't fuck that hole. They breathe out of that. OK, but if you do hold on. <laughs> OK, and she had like her arm around her. She pulled her arm off me like I was like, like I went up 200 degrees and burned her like that's how. Like, you became you just, radioactive. You are toxic. Yes. Yeah. And like, I don't know. That just makes me laugh a joke like that. So. And I, I kind of like, I don't want to, 
it's probably for the best because probably you know i mean it's a wedding so i probably wouldn't have had long-term damage from hooking up with a, somebody that you know yeah but I, they're like that that's how they are it's way beyond anything it's like where rich like uh um williamsburg in brooklyn there's a bunch of like rich kids that it's like blaspheming in the church yeah right um williamsburg had uh uh all the hipsters you know when lom were just like it, it, the property values went up pretty quick because you know it's like rich kids live there to bum around kind of and that was their version of bumming around williamsburg and then uh but if you're that's just like kind of upper upper middle class to kind of rich that's not like you know then here there's like beverly hills if you're like from like real like money and shit they fuck off to hawaii mm -hmm. and uh you, you, there's all kinds of like i met some guy whose dad was a composer for all these hollywood movies he was like a um Uh, in like the golden age of Hollywood and must have made a shit ton of money. And this guy lived, I was trying to find weed. I'm there. I'm out there with my family. I don't know anybody. It wasn't like now where you just get it. So I, I call, I, I called a uh, cab service to just like go to the mall, but I figured I'll pay the cab driver 50 bucks. He'll tell me where to find some fucking weed here. And the guy drove me to a compound on the North part of the Island where this, this dude who was like 50, but he seemed like a teenager kind of guy, like his, He was like a rich kid that was 50, you know, like if you ever meet like Pauly Shore, he seems like a, <laughs> he seems like Pauly Shore, but he's like in his 50. And he, uh, he, uh, he took a big brick of weed and like sawed it off with an electric thing for me. And, um, and he took me on a tour of his compound as all these like surfers just lived in like tree houses and shit. It looked like cool as hell. Like, but, uh, more than five days in Hawaii, you, you'll, if you have any ambition to do anything with your life besides collect colorful seashells on the beach and sell them as overpriced jewelry, Uh, you want to get out. That's why Is it worse than California? No, because California, I'm, I, I have to be here to, to make, do what I do with Kyle. And, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that's like business reasons mainly for me. I mean, you don't really have to be here so much anymore like it used to be. But if you want to, uh, I have to because of the stuff I'm making. I have to. I, I, but but like, like well, if, you, if you could do it in Hawaii or you could do it where you are now, where would you do it? I felt after... I, and I'm, I know other people say this. I'm not the only one that says like five days is just the right amount of visit. I was like, oh, I could come back. I could like live here when I'm dead. It was, that's <laughs> a perfect time to live here, you know. Otherwise, because it, it seemed like it would become like a beautiful hell. Where <laughs> beautiful only, hell. <laughs> yeah, like your only pleasures in life will be to show new visitors the island, but also you kind of hate them because you don't want them to fuck up the island. But also you're just desperate because you're on a fucking geological prison, and uh. You get bored and then they have a big problem with meth all over like or ice that's all the posters like don't do ice like mm -hmm. it uh i could totally see like oh i'd probably probably start doing ice at some point because what are you gonna do like it, it's a small you don't realize like that feeling is i, I get weird feeling uh like landlocked because i grew up on the shore right in jersey but an island just living there i would feel like kind of like there's something there's some kind of feeling that i didn't jive with me but i, I could see, see so, if you're so old you, you You prefer California, yeah? No, I, I was in New York. I was living in New York at the time. Um, mm -hmm. I just moved to California because I had a job here at the time and was like, it was easier to move here to be close to the studio. So. Would you like Would you like Vermont? You know, like a, a nice, more rural place that's it's slowing things down. I don't too like cold. cold. Yeah, I don't mean mine slow. I don't care about that. But I, I don't mm -hmm. want, because I'm not, you know, I'm, now I'm 45 and I'm not like, uh, I'm not out. New York is a cool town to live in when you're young because you drink all night and, and you know, get into shit. And there's like, it's open all night, you know, even when it's. And you hear gunshots. 
it wasn't i mean now it's probably bad but when i the whole time i was there for the entire time of it like being very i used to live in philly before that that's a place where like the only place i ever had a gun pulled on me really was philly um new york i lived in every borough except staten island i didn't live in that's the only uh, every borough i really never had a problem because there's a thing there where I, i'm pretty like like just big size dude naturally so in new york i wouldn't be the first guy you would People kind of, when you, they look, pick their targets there or how it was when I was there. Whereas Philly, like nobody gives a fuck. Like they, they don't give a shit. Like some little dude will pull a gun or do something crazy. And it's, it's like thinking ahead so much less. That, that's who wins all that shit. Like you think five seconds less ahead, you know, <laughs> situation. that's the, the, the like, and so Philly's like that all the time, like stupid, stupid violence. Now I, I play Philly all the time and love playing it. And I don't know how it is now, but it's, um, it was very different when I got to New York, New York had a, a more like, cause I, and, and I also got the impression there were more like, um, neighborhoods I lived in the get, there was a gang in control kind of mafia style, depending on where I was. Like if you lived in the lofts in Bushwick where they convert like old sweatshops into hipster lofts, that's more dangerous because that's not an established neighborhood. So you, so, you know, when, when that first started up, I remember like it would always be girls going in the subway with their laptops to their graphic job to make that kind of art. <laughs> and uh, somebody would just deck them in the head and take their laptop. That was Jesus, that bad? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember I, I remember what shocked me recently in the news. Uh, Lady Gaga's dog walker got shot. And I was thinking, okay, so this isn't a that's rich area. Yeah, that's unusual. I mean, that's a, that's that, when yeah. you know it's creeping up when it's out of... But, but not only that, it's like they, they shot him not because... He, they knew he's Lady Gaga's dog walker. He, j they just saw that he has a breed dog, and they shot him for his breed dog. Yes, yes. And, wow, and it, really? It, it, yes, and it was three people. And I looked it up. It's like one thousand dollars, maybe you can get for that dog because you don't have a pedigree. So well, dog 1, theft 000, was a thing in New York. Yes, definitely. One thousand dollars divided by three. I mean, three hundred dollars is what they thought the human life is worth. And to yeah. me, as a Romanian, this, this shocks me. I mean, like something like this would have been a major national scandal. I mean, everyone would blame the, the politicians. They would blame the mayor. Like, why, why aren't you guaranteeing the safety? Why are we paying taxes for? Um, but the way it was described in the newspaper, it was like, oh, okay, well, this happened. And it's like, all right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> um, I mean, that's because the that's how the media is set up. They probably like, cool, like, like, it's wild now. They're all PR, dude. So, so every all the pr is like everything's good what it's going great mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah that was probably it, during the george that's that that story is from around when blm no after after it's it's oh, after yeah, they right. defunded the police and you know like so that's why bad. that's why mm -hmm. because they don't want to be like what they they all painted themselves in a corner with that stupid thing now like i said people came up with that idiotic slogan that was intentional so good trick i guess because these fucking liberals are I, my well, friends it's, of mine it's, are so dumb you know what's interesting? It's like if, if you actually live in the hood and you live in the ghetto, like people don't use the word defund. That's that's more like an academic, like more of a bureaucratic thing. Like people in the ghetto will say, you know, fuck the pigs or the down with the Dude, cops. I, talk, or... I, I got a buddy that yeah. people say it's like, like I maybe demilitarize them, maybe reform. I didn't hear people, anybody that I know, I live in a lot defund, of Yeah, homes. like that is no one said shit like that. They said, could they stop doing abusive things? Yeah. In various ways. The fuck the pigs thing. I never even heard someone say that in all the time in New York who was not white. I've never, I've only heard a mm -hmm. white person 
even use 60. Yeah, but but, but it's some, it's something that's used. I mean, you you can you can imagine someone in the hood using that, but they wouldn't say defund the police. I mean, the yeah, word right. defund. That, that's is... a suspicious. It's almost like you Latinx, which doesn't make grammatical sense in Spanish. <laughs> like I'm probably Latinx, sure. yes, uh, and Italians. I saw it. It's recently. supposed to be like X X exatin or something like this i can't remember how it works but that's the proper way putting an x on it is like if you speak the people do this i think don't speak spanish and that's why they're no like, no no i here. mean in spain um in spanish it's just like romanian it's a latin language so everything is gendered like the table has a gender the door has a gender yeah, and right. yeah what they want to do is they want to abolish the concept of gender but you can't do this in a latin language it's impossible so you yeah, have right. latina and latino and what they want to do is they want to use the word, the letter X, which is like an unknown, <clears throat> right? Because you have like in mathematics, like the X equation and one. Yeah, right. So, so they, they use Latinx. But the thing is, like most people who aren't astroturfer and are part of the Latina community, they despise it. They view it as a slur. Well, like over I, I still do use the term Mexicans. <laughs> Mexican, yeah, yeah. I was happy to start saying Mexicans. Um, <laughs> Okay, so what? Oh, okay. This is why I ask you because I got the video from it. So, and I didn't look up this girl's name to let me let me just get her name because I, I don't want to just play this clip of her and not say your fucking channel that I got it from. Right? That's not good YouTube. Mm. This may say a, mainly a podcast, and I I don't know all the YouTubes you're supposed to. Um, well, that's see. okay because you know a lot of Hollywood celebrities. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is so. Have you seen the A and E uh, Secrets of the Playboy Mansion documentary? I heard about it, um, but I haven't seen it. Is there any preview we can find, Mike, of it, like of A and E's, like a promo for it? It's one of the lamest things I've ever seen of of exposés. Like, what do you think the big secret was going to be? Was it that you know people are fucking and and they're having yeah, weird fetishes? These <laughs> girls moved into this. Uh, famous pimps fuck house <laughs> and he treated them like common whores can you believe that she's no was, he goes there was revenge porn i go what did he put you in a news magazine <laughs> well you know the there was the harvey weinstein thing and they, they kept saying so so i woke up in harvey's couch and i how the fuck did that happen how do you wake up on the man's couch why did i never wake up on harvey weinstein's couch Oh, not like, saying not saying they have been drugged or something. Saying they felt no, no, no. They they woke up right. So it's like, oh, I woke up. And that's how they were talking about it. Well, and I'm I'll like, how you, does dude, that happen? That dude. Here's what's really sick about all that because that shit didn't help. That me too shit didn't help anybody. So much bad shit happens to people, and like chill. You know, people take their picks if they believe like it's like women or children. But it, everything you can imagine goes on, and the and they don't ever. They're never gonna address the reason for it which is people are craving fucking amoral careerists yes. all over the place. And... But, but did, did you notice that it the Me Too movement hit the progressives the most? I mean, it, it didn't hit like right wingers and conservatives. And... Yeah, of course, I it... noticed that. Well, of course, but that's because um, I mean, well, I mean, it stopped. It's over now because when it got to. Biden, yeah. That's when it, the thing was over. <laughs> when it got to Biden. <laughs> Seriously, I, I don't know who the fuck could even try to say me too. Like after that Biden thing, like oh, one second, one, one second. Is there any lewdness in the video? Like, are, are we going to see any sex toys or anything no, like this, that? I don't. I mean, it's the A no, it's channel. the trailer. Yeah, so I doubt that they have just girl. Yeah, I don't think they okay. can show that on. If they do, anymore. that's awesome. What most of this stuff is is to push people out to make room. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. That, like, yeah, that, that's the me too. Yeah, exactly. You, another big strain of why this horseshit spreads around is all these kids went to college. You statistically, you're going to do better if you go to college. Well, it turns out it wasn't sustainable because they'd have got no, all the old people still have their fucking jobs. So it ain't like Spain where they're fucked. They, here they're like, we got to co- cook up some things to get run people. And that's what they did. All right, press play. A playboy that nobody wants to talk about. <laughs> In the First Amendment. And he really did believe he owned these women. There's some things that never saw the light of day. I didn't realize that getting into the Playboy world was a dangerous choice. <laughs> oh yeah, that holy shit! No. That's why you're in the street smoking crack now, because you had the, you you were the the abused kind of hooker. Doesn't she the... have a father? Like, if you have a daughter and she's like, I want to get into the Playboy world. Like, what what are you going to say? Oh, no, that that's fine. That no, that's oh, the safest no, we'll environment. To, guys, let's take a second to talk about our newest sponsor, Zipix, Z I P P I X. It's nicotine toothpicks. I didn't even realize when I was first looking at the copy that that's what this is. And I want some Zipix, or I guess Mike can send me some Zipix. Because I definitely would prefer some nicotine toothpicks. They're so much better. I mean, it's just so much not inhaling nonsense, you know? I just haven't been meaning to order some. I don't remember. Maybe I got Zipix the first time I got them, but nicotine toothpicks, dude. I don't know why they haven't been around sooner because they're pretty great. And Zipix is our new sponsor that makes some great nicotine toothpicks, which I hope they will send to me. There's no smell, no smoke, or hiding cigarette butts or spitting backy juice like your Nate Bargetzi. I know he's got a lot of deals and stuff now, but he still, he still chaws, okay? Don't ever forget that about him. Always got to carry a Gatorade bottle everywhere he goes. Full of filth. Me, I would like to use Zipix these new nicotine toothpicks that I'm pretty happy are sponsoring the show, I have to say. Uh, go to Z-I-P-P-I-X-T-O-O-T-H-P-I-C-K-S.com and use promo code right 10 to get 10% off your order today. We'll get to that. <laughs> All right, press play. was a dangerous choice. He didn't want people to know what was really going on. I have extensive electronic equipment in the house, which includes videotape equipment. Sometimes things happen in the bedroom. It was a beautiful world. He just literally said what's going on. (laughs) He didn't want people to know. How do you edit this? And he didn't want people to know what's going on. And he's on a broadcast early on saying, I record all this shit. All right, go ahead. He's really ugly. When you get someone that powerful, anything could happen. Anything. I wouldn't trade places with anyone else in the world. His legacy should comprise the whole story. The people who are really there, they're the ones who know the real truth. Okay. Oh, my God. So I was trying to understand, and if you watch it, just, you know, here's a revelation. Sometimes he'd be there and, like, eight girls would take turns getting on him. No. (laughs) Okay, so I'm I'm watching. I'm like, and it reminded me of the Britney Spears thing that came out on Hulu which was like, how was everybody so mean to Britney? Oh my God, the patriarchy must have done this to her. And all of them, it's like, I, I'm assuming it's because people are young, but I don't know how their memory is this fucking short if they remember Britney Spears. It was cool to be mean to her because she said, support President George W. Bush. And I don't that know time, that. 
I did not know that. That's that when is... it all turned. And then that's when Sarah oh. made the joke. She's done everything she's going to do. Uh, and so all, that's when like, she was considered crazy and insane and placed under tutelage. Well, also, she was crazy and insane. She was being driven in. Like, that was analog what the media does now. Like, they don't need to send some. And then they interview the guys and they're like these like scuzzbag looking dudes that that's their job is to try to get a upskirt of a famous person for 30 years in Hollywood. That's Hollywood mm -hmm. for the last goddamn as long as it's been around. So that's old. Now there's automation where they could do it with Twitter and whatever. Yeah. Like, like, uh, fucking Tim Dillon said that about, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Like her job was lost by automation. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> so that's like, uh, so now, so this, the new generation of ethical journalists going, what was that about? And it's so ridiculous watching them. And then like, like, so anyway, that's what this reminds me of is that where it's like, oh, this is for that new generation of people that like have internalized every bullshit thing and literally don't remember any of it. Like I'm old to remember any of this stuff, I guess. But so I found this girl. Let me say her name again. Because I was just looking up somebody. I want to see like somebody young what they say about it, you know? Well, most people that are young weren't following politics back then. I mean, they knew who Britney Spears was, but I don't think they knew about her political, uh, you know, opinions and, and not only that like when someone had a political opinion it wasn't as popular as today like popularized in the media and the press and yeah britney spears will tell you uh so <laughs> uh like uh there is a thing to it of i had no idea i was being exploited basically is what holly's saying now i don't believe her that she didn't know she's like that you you've been around too long and this is like a like what did you get every last part of hanging out at pimp house and it's dawning on you that it wasn't the most dignified profession that you had like there, there's something just from what i know being around reality shows and reality show people and just all the fucking people is it that shit's cynical it's like no it's just them telling their stories so, like it's just like so you'd have to be young to be like oh my god so i didn't understand how anybody could look at that so this is what this clip this girl's name is Natalia Taylor, okay? Never heard about her, but okay. I know. She has um, more views than I'll ever get on this platform. Okay, so. <laughs> but whatever. She, has, You could see. Wait, you, gonna... you need to try makeup. Like, that, that's the secret. Um, you put makeup on. Man, you still got to be good looking on top of the makeup. No, just... no. It's like, that's the why you have makeup. It makes you look good. I mean, I okay, so. Now, I don't know this girl. I assume she's from California or something. Like she seems like like a hot rich girl that does know. she have the accent and does she ask a, does she finishes the question the, the sentence like a question? I didn't think about to the final life stage or the last one I'm gonna talk about of the oh. brand with <laughs> I nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> the mansion, the glitz, the glamour of Hollywood. I feel like this is more my generation when I grew up in the 90s and early 2000s. We can all remember a time when we watched the show Girls Next Door about the girls that lived in the mansion and their life seemed like a beautiful Hollywood dream. You know, they got to dress up every single Television. Cutest outfits. And they basically lived in a sorority house with Hugh Hefner. And he was this <laughs> guy that took care of them. And for some reason, that like was a fantasy that everyone wanted to achieve. And like, 
Looking back, oh why are we God. buying into that? That was like kind of creepy that people wanted to like live there because he was there. But anyways, it was not painted like creepy at all in our childhoods. It was painted like a glamorized dream. Like you should want to be this type of girl. They don't have to do a single thing other than look pretty, be blonde, have a big chest. And that's what we wanted. We all wanted to be that for some reason. And the Playboy Mansion had a lot to do with that. So Hugh Hefner's clubs had established that his parties were ones to remember. They were always noted as having the most beautiful women. Okay, so- Oh my God. So oh. it just, and here's what, like, it's interesting, like, um, she goes in our childhoods and i'm like your childhoods so that show was on i wasn't a child when that was on it was on e right the he well she she's younger i guess right so that means as a little girl they were watching not Playboy the 70s Madison. the 70s thing where i'm like yeah what the fuck are you talking about like the guy <laughs> you could see the guy's like yeah i fuck all these chicks and i recorded my big mansion and you know like it got rebranded around the time as Ozzy Osbourne with the fucking Osbournes. So mm -hmm. it started a trend, you know, of like these, oh, these fucked up people and let's check the And uh, so that was what that was part of. And reality shows, um, they're not as popular now. Uh, <laughs> like people hate reality now. But they're very, uh, uh, they're the most exploitive fucking thing. Basically, the reason they loved making so many of them was you don't have to pay a writer, mm -hmm. you know? So the producer... It's like, oh, I write it. And, and the, a lot of shit's written. Now, the more, I have a friend that does it who's like scrupulous about it. He's not like, he's like a, because uh, um, there's a certain degrees of, of backstage wrestling manipulation mm -hmm. at all of them, because just to get shots and stuff. So they made this shit look like it was like cool. Uh, like she, so if she's a kid watching it, she's like, oh, you just live with an old man. <laughs> where, where are her parents where, where are her parents during all of this i mean that's the interesting thing because that chick came from some now she's christian now by the way do you know that she mm -hmm. converted, she became no I, I had no idea yeah because i looked at because i was curious because that's what i said well well like she has to be some rich like one of those unsupervised rich kids or something because the way she talks and like you know the bedroom she's in uh uh and i know a million of them people like that's what that show euphoria is on hbo do you ever see that no, I don't watch. Yeah, it's like cable. Peter Parker's girlfriend's in it, and she's like a drug and it's all these hot kids in L.A. doing drugs and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know what's the to biggest? To tell you it's bad. Yeah, like that. That's exactly the thing. That's what uh, I got from all of this. Is that if you put something on TV, like go jump in a well, there's going to be people like well, that that jump in the well. You ever see <laughs> Requiem for a Dream? Yes. Okay, so because Euphoria is like. I know why it's like appalling and it's causing those numbers because it's very beautifully shot, really like kind of soap opera, dramatic, nothing, and just lots of kids doing drugs. And it 100% romanticizes it, okay? In the way Miami Vice romanticized being a cop with an alligator on a boat. It's like- Really? It's it, not that cool? Being it's cop, very cool. Know? It's like the whole thing looks very cool. Requiem for a Dream, same, and but these are people who are going to go on to big careers that shot this because it's it shot you like wow somebody so it absolutely draws you in and there's and it shows like bad stuff it's not like it doesn't show bad stuff happening to people but it's still something fucked up about it that i can see how somebody you know so you reckon for dream shot lots of amazing shots in that same thing that's the only drug movie i've ever seen that didn't make me want to do drugs the only one i've ever seen in my life about what drugs. about breaking what, what about breaking bad 
No, Requiem for a Dream. No, no, no. I mean, Breaking Bad, that also doesn't want to make you do drugs. Um, uh, well, I, I mean, I never did meth, but if you do meth, I mean, it was blue meth was everybody who did meth. You know, meth's not really blue when you make it pure. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I had a buddy that used to cook meth for, a, he was a, in a biker gang, and, uh, <laughs> his name was Crank Williams, they called. And, um, he was explaining to me the entire process of how you, how they do it. And, you know, uh, uh, so, so he was like an expert disagreeing with the movie. Like uh, he was, was pointing like out anybody that breaking else a Yeah. Anybody else who works at a job that knows a little <laughs> yeah, yeah. shit. That's like, that's not really how it goes. He, he was pointing out that breaking bad is giving you misinformation. Yeah. And I had, <laughs> I had a dude in uh, New York at Stamp New York. Uh, he was, I was making, I can't remember. I was calling him like Mario or something. He looked like super Mario. He had like a wife beater on and a hat and a mustache like Mario. And I didn't know, I, I didn't know, maybe he was Latin. I, it was hard to tell what, what type. Like I thought maybe, maybe he didn't look really Dominican or Puerto Rican. Or, anyway, I made some joke. It wasn't any kind of incident or nothing. When I'm outside smoking later and he came out and he goes, hey, what's up, man? He goes, and he said, oh yeah, it's cool. He made fun of me. Like he, he reassured me it was cool. I made fun of him. And I, and I was like, what? And like, and I didn't become a thing, but I was just like, well, that's a weird thing to say. Like, I, I know it's okay if I made fun of him on another show. He's a guy from a gang out here. What the fucking gang was it? Serenios, they're called. Oh, I heard about them, yeah. Yeah, they have a whole few, like, so. They're really big, <laughs> yeah. The Bloods, the Crips, the Serenios, yeah. Yeah, and Gangland was a show on History Channel at the time that was the stories of these. It was people who used to be in the gangs, and they would talk, and like, the you know ms-13 recruits from the something something and mm -hmm. it started el south i know her and they played me so i used to watch all that and i saw the thing about serenio that's where i heard of him from and, go, and the guy's like yeah but that's not how it goes <laughs> <laughs> because first of all a real guy in serenio's is never going to be in that because he'll be killed like he the guy talked like a if you meet a marine or something after they're out of the marine like he talked like a soldier Mm -hmm. it's, it's like actually kind of eerie if you meet like gang people that are like into it like that there's a certain like soldier thing about them and you could easily well, see yeah, them it's, it's hierarchical it's organized like a military if they're a big gang like the serenios or the bloods the crips yeah but a lot of fucking military guys like goofy shit like video games and comics and shit like like how i like you know what i mean like mm -hmm. but they're also are trained <laughs> trained killers you know yeah so anyway He's talking about like, the, the the people you see that were supposedly in the gangs, and a, a lot of them are um, somebody that works in the crew or some, or they, they get somebody to, because they, it's like dangerous, I guess, to show the real person. So it's like everything's fake. Like the show Cheaters was fake. I know the guys that worked on that, where a guy got stabbed ex exposing a cheater, like that was all staged. All of reality was fucking faked. So this is now amazing to me. Like these girls thought, it's actually probably good that this girl found YouTube's <laughs> yeah. you know because yeah it's that's like leading you into the fucking dragon's mouth kind of shit that i didn't think about because i have kids and i like i'm i thought it was for adults or whatever that dumb show but that was around the time they started making shit for adults all cartoonish looking oh, like yeah, more yeah. and more like, like south park and yeah but, but think it, about man. it think, think about it this way like most of the American public don't trust the television. Like uh, the mainstream media, I think it has like what forty percent approval rating or something like that. Yeah, yeah I used to I, trust it. <laughs> yeah, but but like now, almost everyone says that they don't trust it, but they still do what the television tells them to. Like if the media, well, yeah, you gotta do science. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's not just that, but it's like if, if they were to like the Russian story, you know, about Trump in, in the first two years, it's like Russian, Russian, Russian. There are Republicans who probably didn't vote for him again because of that. I don't know. And they know that. like the, the mainstream like he, media. He, he lost them. his fucking like, you know, unfortunately, like all the big talk or whatever, they don't know. Maybe he will like clear some and and maybe he tried to because that's why the CIA mm -hmm. went in. We, we uh, uh, went in on him. So the guy that they did you see that clip of the guy because they're trying to start up another fucking war. So oh, yeah, the Ukraine thing. Yeah. And that guy who was there and he's like, I just gave you the information. <laughs> and uh, that oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. This stammering idiot. And he resigned from the CIA when Trump was in because uh, uh, he would not serve under Trump. OK. And then mm. so he retired. That's what it was. it's, it's hard to serve so when retired. you get. Yeah. So his reasons for retiring, not anything like a war crime or a fucking he found out about some torture or something. No, because Trump removed several senior members from the something committee. Like you don't go like Trump. They're all him. First of all, whatever mm -hmm. they don't like about him. I, I, invariably, anybody I, I know out here that's famous and don't like him, like they're like him in so many ways. And they just like cannot see their they don't like their, they thought they were like Obama in the mirror or something. But they're all Trump. So it's really upsetting to them because they fucking hate themselves is why they oh, I faces. see. You yeah, by the way, uh, regarding Ukraine, like I, I see a lot of Americans, even Tucker Carlson, like doesn't understand why America goes in Ukraine. And OK, they... I want to play that clip right now. That's what I was setting up. So Mike, okay. that other clip, the one of um, Jim Acosta. So this is why people I'm guessing if I had to guess why people don't trust the news, aside from all the trying to get mm -hmm. Joe Rogan for no fucking reason uh, uh, other than censorship yeah exactly it, they it, it has the nothing class, to do with dude. the pandemic yeah great news fans yo kratom the best supporter of this show of the entire gas digital family i would say just launched yo delta that's right they've got delta eight now this copy says this is news but i've been telling you about it for many episodes so this is old old copy but you get the point delta eight do you want to get high and you can't get weed for some got crazy reason and and now you have to take extra but maybe you can get cbd that's usually how like places do it now this is like cbd delta eight but it's the part they take out to not make you high only you could take this part to be high it's pretty pretty simple you if you use delta eight i i recommend a good brand because they are not created equal that's my experience and uh yo delta makes some fine uh kratom at the Yo Kratom side of the uh, company. So I have no reason not to feel like it's going to be pretty great here. In fact, I think I got some that they sent me, the gummies, which uh, have been making, in case you're wondering, why is the quality of Kurt's podcast so low? Well, it's because Yo Delta's quality of Delta 8 is so high. Anyway, it's potent, and if you're living in a state where weed's illegal and you're constantly trying to get a hold of your source, and you got to, you, you know the deal. Go to yodelta.com and use promo code GAS and you can get 25% off of your order of Delta 8 gummies and or vapes. I like the, I, I would go with gummies is my preference uh, personally, but you could do whatever you want. I'm not, I'm not the boss of you like your state that won't let you get weed. Yodelta.com. All right, back to the show. That is, okay, so here we go. So I, I, I wouldn't believe, if, here, wait, pause, pause, pause. If you I know? didn't watch this, I wouldn't, believe someone who told me that this was what was on i would not believe them if i didn't watch mm -hmm. it personally it's so insane okay go ahead and play it <laughs> 
aware of the nickname I've given the network. It's the bullshit factory. But maybe it should be the Bolshevik factory, as in the oh Bolsheviks, the communists who helped form the Soviet Union. Judging by how the network allows one of its most popular hosts to spew pro-Putin propaganda. Why is it disloyal to side with Russia, but loyal to side with Ukraine? They're both foreign countries that don't care anything about the United States. Kind of strange. Imagine if Mexico fell under the direct military control of China. We would see that as a threat, of course. There'd be no reason for that. Well, that's how Russia views NATO control of Ukraine. And why wouldn't they? We don't get anything out of pushing Ukraine into NATO. So why are we doing this? Press pause, press pause, press pause. You should press hear pause, how comrade. Wait, okay. <laughs> Shit. You should hear how Comrade Tucker sounds when he's translated into Russian, as in Russian state television. There it is right there. They're eating it up like a bowl full of borscht, pointing to what he's been saying for months. Apparently, same goes for the reaction for viewers of Trump state TV, and that is Fox, of course. Democratic Congressman Tom Malinowski. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Why? Look behind Tucker, right? Oh, hold on. Go forward. Uh, back to the Tucker thing where, okay. So what, we have Joe Biden behind. Why Why is it saying that Joe Biden is with the Russians because he's on Russian television next to Tucker Carlson? Um, well, but he's not, he's saying we're going to start a war or whatever. <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> oh, it's so, okay. It's like at, look, as you can see from the picture, the Russians don't like what Biden's saying because his face looks mad. <laughs> and they like what Tucker's saying. So they took, that's what they do. They freeze frame. If they like you, they pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you I mean, know they like it. I like it too, though. I don't understand. I don't understand why I give a shit about any of this at all or why after we just fucking lost. I mean, everyone was there, right? Yeah. Look, look, look they have the, the American symbol onto the right, the one with the eagle. So clearly the Russians are the American puppets. They, um, well, oh, oh, I thought maybe they were splitting the eagle to disrespect us extra. Oh my God, I'm so glad you're here because I, I wouldn't know these things, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to take these are the subliminal messages. All right, so, okay, press play. This is unbelievable. But uh, for the record, I thought Russia was bad because they like interfere with the elections. Are you telling me they're communist again? <laughs> communist. And you're telling me that Tucker fucking Carlson is communist. It, I mean, like, Okay, I, okay. Go ahead, press, press, press. Watch Tucker Carlson and are upset that we're not siding with Russia. Tucker has even laughed at the idea that the U.S. would defame, you, defend Ukraine militarily. A friend just sent this tweet, quote, Having lost in Afghanistan the graveyard of empires, the regime's next military adventure, invading Russia in winter. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, he's got That's a great a laugh, by the way. I'm not sure why he's laughing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure why he's laughing. It should be noted that lawmakers from both parties, as well as foreign policy experts, have long said that Putin's chief objective is to reconstitute the Soviet Union. Sound far-fetched? Last December, Reuters reported that Russian state TV had aired some provocative comments from the autocrat, a documentary Russian... Press fucking pause right there. In that documentary... So you see that shit? He goes, you, well, both parties say, yeah, motherfucker, we know. That's why people, part of the reason people <laughs> wanted Trump, you stupid fuck. That, like, <laughs> but that's the, that's, the, that's the scary thing that I don't think people get and they get hung up in right and left. These companies, dude, like, they make these deals and they have so much fucking power. Like, this is a full court press to be 
it's almost how China. Yeah, the PR arm of the government. Like, like, you know how, like, we've got to run everything efficiently, you know, like, and and corporate now. And it's almost like two parties is going to, it's like, we're kind of splurging, giving you two parties, frankly. And you're not, you know, that's the fucking attitude. Like, China has slimmed it down to just one party for everyone. And they cut some of the bullshit puppet theatrics. They, I'm sure they have their own within within their own fucking thing. But yeah, all these fucking big, you got, you read these articles in like the economist and shit where they're like, yeah, we need to look to a China model. These are like real things people say. Yeah. And, and they're saying it because, Oh, well, how do you surveil everyone? We can't even get these Vax fucking passports without truckers going. It's really creepy. <laughs> I, I, like look at this blank. Look at his fucking eyes. Right, well, blank. he's reading the prompter. Oh, that's or, or he is searching. For <laughs> no, that's what it is. Yeah, mentioned the collapse of the Soviet Union, saying it was a disintegration of historical Russia under the name of the Soviet Union. We turned into a completely different country, and what had been built up over one thousand years was largely lost. Yet for months, during the escalating tensions between Russia and Ukraine, Tucker has been questioning why the U.S. doesn't side with the Kremlin. But why would we take Ukraine's side and not Russia's side? Uh, it's a sincere question. If you're looking from the American perspective, side. no, but why? I mean, who's got the energy reserves? Who's who's the major player in world affairs? Who's the potential counterbalance against China, which is the actual threat? Why would we take Ukraine's side? Why wouldn't we have Russia's side? I, I don't, I'm totally confused. Well, clearly, Ukraine is a democracy. Uh, Russia is an authoritarian. <laughs> its will upon a validly elected democracy in Ukraine, and we're on the side of democracy. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm guessing for democracy in other countries. I guess <laughs> that was Ohio Republican Congressman Mike Turner taking Tucker to school. Trump you know, you know what's scary is that the American politicians don't even know why the U.S. is obligated to help Ukraine. No, they get a prompter too. They get a I mean, you could hear it when as that, the whole reason. <laughs> if everybody doesn't like a dipshit like Trump, the whole reason he won is because he wasn't like that. He wasn't reading. He wasn't reading the goddamn script. Uh, so, okay, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you as an Eastern European why America is uh, bound to to help Ukraine and not Russia. Uh, after the Soviet Union fell, Ukraine was the second nuclear superpower in the world. And both America and Russia wanted to denuclearize Ukraine. So they signed a treaty promising that they will guarantee Ukraine's territorial integrity if they throw away the nuclear weapons. And Ukraine signed it. So you can now point out that America is obligated through the treaty which it signed back then that it's going to provide defense for Ukraine. Now, Dude, let me tell you something. I didn't know because I knew that what I heard was that James Baker, you know, at the, after Berlin said, we're not going to expand NATO. And then I read debunkings of it where they're like, well, it wasn't in writing. Like, he said it, but it's not a Yeah, well, regarding the NATO thing, it's like the Cuban Missile Crisis. You, you yes, have, obviously. I don't you understand. have Russia that wants to put nuclear missiles in Cuba, and Cuba is fine with it. Like, they're okay. And America freaks out, and they say, if you doubt any spy plane that flies over Cuba, it's going to be nuclear war. So Russia then goes right. like, okay, well, we're going to take the nuclear the missiles out of Cuba, and you guys are going to take the nuclear missiles out of Turkey. And that was how the, the crisis was averted. And I'm pretty sure this is what they're aiming for now. Like, they, they also want America to come to the table, and they'll be like, okay, you guys do this, we'll do something else. Like, th this is what it's about, because the Russian people also don't support the long-term war. 
They're not interested in invading the, Ukraine. The fucking president of Ukraine asked Biden to like step it down a bit, which I, I, I mean, was accidentally okay, reported so, so here. Ukraine is pretty big. And while they're not going to stand against the Russians, there's almost no way that you're going to have Russians in the capital of Ukraine, sacking Kiev. Like that, that is madness. Right. If Russia goes in, yes, they will take a big chunk of Ukraine, but they're not going to be able to take the entire country within a year. I mean, there's going to be because only half of them is into it, right? Is that the deal? Like one half's more. I mean, is it even? Yeah, yeah. That I evenly? mean, that, that there are there are um, a lot of ethnic Russians over there, and there are people that are pro-Russia, more close to Donetsk. But as you go into the Ukraine and you go closer to Kiev, I mean, you you would have resistance fighter. It would be crippling for Russia economically to even attempt holding Ukraine. You know, um, I think over here when I meet, because I I know I met Ukrainians, especially in Canada. I don't know why, and um. They had some whole thing of taking drinks where you have to say you're not a Russian trader and shit like that. Like, like <laughs> and and also if I talk to people about who are from Venezuela that I've met, they're always like, like, it's funny you meet people here. That like that's why I'm interested in knowing what it's like specifically there because people you meet here tend to be like came here because I'm they're like fuck my fucking gun you know like we have family in it but they're like uh uh yeah they ruined it so I moved you know. And uh, <clears throat> it's almost stronger feelings of about the shit or the country where they don't live than the people that are in the country. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, it, it's kind of also interesting that there was a press article which came out, I think, two years ago, and then it disappeared, that there's over, like, what was it, 2,000 Chinese spies infiltrated in the American government. Like, they, oh, yeah. they you, do about... I know. You, you, you'd think that would be a big issue. Like you, you, well, you'd, you'd think, think it'd be pretty easy to catch them. Just look for the Chinese guy, am I right? <laughs> they would... Uh, yeah, that... But China's even more... Like, there's a whole weakness in the, the way the whole university... I guess all the sciences work. All the, all the technology things... I guess the way they're funded is fucked up. And uh, so that's how they get people. Like, they, they pay... Uh, you heard about some guy getting arrested smuggling something... Like a virus out to China. Oh yeah, yeah, from Canada, I think it was. Yeah, that's at a bunch of universities. I've yeah. seen. You've, I've been in China, and I've seen. Uh, I'm trying to get this other guy on that has a chain. He used to live in China. Uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? But it's an interesting. It was an interesting place. And uh, when I see the like the TikTok, you can find TikTok Chinese propaganda that they made for America, and it's like hilarious. Hmm. Like it's it's um. When you watch them, like, is propaganda from another country work that well? Because what the CIA guy was telling us on Jimmy's show, that the propaganda law used to just apply to what we were broadcasting to Cuba and, like, the Soviets, right? Mm -hmm. And we still broadcast to Cuba, and um, it, it uh, they mostly just like baseball. So they just broadcast baseball to them. They Like, the shit where you talk about stuff from a foreign country, they don't listen to that. So it was going to be illegal for the com company to keep broadcasting. So that's supposedly why they changed the propaganda law. It was just a thing for this one thing, which now it's like way worse. Uh, but, but you, honest to God, if you had to like guess, have you been in Ukraine? Like if you had to guess like what the. No, but I, I know a little bit about Ukraine. I mean, it's the neighboring country to Romania. So do you, do you think that there's like, um, it, like a majority that um, don't want Soviet or, and it's just a very highly. I, I mean, considering the fact that the Soviets brought them the gifts of the Holodomor, which was a man-made 
artificial famine where they uh, right. starved to death. And, and those people, I mean, some of them are still alive and, and they remember. Yeah, they don't like the Russians, especially when you go towards the capital. Um, but, you know, towards Donetsk and uh, Crimea, you may find a couple more people that are pro-Russian. I thought Crimea was like, that was what basically how Crimea was mostly. Was it not like mm -hmm. that? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucking uh, wild. I, to say the communist thing, like... No, I mean, Russia Russia is not communist. I mean, the, the, the progressive woke ideology is closer to communism than Russia. Well, um, you know why they like it? Because they don't actually... They're not really into communism. They're into, like just power and and so that's why the blm lady is marxist trained in a fucking mansion now yeah because that's the like uh but uh you know like regarding this whole thing with ukraine i i don't think there's any situation where you'll have like american boots on the ground in ukraine mm. and i think it's mostly because of taiwan like right now america is really interested in uh defending taiwan because 90 percent of the chips of the world are made in taiwan it's kind of like Imagine if in World War II, 90% uh, of the steam engines would be made in Poland. Mm. It's kind of like that. Like, and the world trade uh, that goes through Taiwan. I mean, it's in, if America would allow Taiwan to be uh, retaken by China, you, you would probably stop seeing America as a superpower. Uh, yeah, right. Probably. I, I, I mean, it seems like a more important strategic thing. I, I, I can't find fault with what... Uh, uh, Tucker Carlson said, I don't like his fucking giggle, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know, yeah, they're legitimate thing, questions. Yeah. They're, they're, they're normal questions that people should ask. I mean, maybe I, I people don't. Yeah. yeah. I, I just on. didn't take what he said to be. I want the U S they said, we lost a lot of stuff in the country's fucked up ever since we weren't the USSR. I didn't take that as he wants the USSR. No. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't see how that's not, uh, it's it's very bizarre to watch like the 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 side switch like that where they're like now we're calling you communists on the it's just so crazy like I just heard this game for like the last twenty fucking years and then they just like switched it <laughs> to yeah to now, now it's now Nazi it. now it's Nazi but but it's funny because uh, McCarthy is the one that uh, brought the Red Scare. And when the KGB unsealed its files, McCarthy was wrong because it wasn't a couple of communists in, in the U.S. government. It was thousands of them. Right. Uh, so, so, like, McCarthy was, was wrong because he lowballed it. Yeah, but the bottom line is, I don't want... Uh, well, the, they also did the dumb shit of, like, that makes it even worse when you're doing it with people that aren't really involved in anything. And you're just like, well, have you ever been affiliate? Like, that's not like... Uh, it's just how now it's, I mean, it's that they're used the same fucking thing. Now I'm sure there's always lots of agents and all shit like that, but then it's always an opportunity to be like, but somebody can't talk. You better keep your trap shut. Uh, and like you're in war. So now we got to do it. Like we're at war now all the time. That's the rules. And whenever I ask somebody about like, I'm sure somebody's gonna watch it. Somebody tweeted this at me actually recently where I was like, what a weird, I'm pretty sure it was a guy that tweeted at me. He goes all the wrong people. What do you say? All the wrong people like you now. Oh, what do you think that means? Well, it's uh, not, not the prestigious people that do the speech and then, then you don't care about their actions. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, first yeah, yeah. Of all, I couldn't believe it wasn't a 12 year old girl that said this to me at a lunch table. <laughs> um, but that's what there's a reason everything's reduced to that. And that's like programming. Everything's like a kiddie fucking thing 
and and you and like uh <laughs> you know uh uh aesthetics they it's always like yeah. the, and and that's what that playboy thing was mm -hmm. that reality show that was aesthetics and there's like it's not i don't think it's this one long project by one thing but i think a bunch of people are closely studying that all the time to have people on an emotional programmed routine and so you could just hit the right button emotionally and then stuff that makes per like that guy jim acosta i mean i know you just pointed out he's just reading i didn't think of that i was like is he stupid it's a no, prompter he's reading. yeah he's a um but what's so what's creepy is like regular people are like reading a teleprompter when you talk to them like the circles that you go and talk to somebody i'm like what and and, but, and it's like a hypnotic fucking thing it is and did, I, did you I, yeah did you watch um any senate uh hearings where they usually like talk about an issue like i actually watch the raw footage not not through cable no, I don't understand what they do with those hearings. Uh, okay, do. I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, it, it shocked me. This is not normal, by the way. So you'd have like a Republican and let's say any controversy like CRT, right? And you have the Republican and he goes and he takes the podium and he says like, the reason CRT is bad is X, Y, and Z. Like here, here's the books that we disagree with and, and here's why, blah, blah, blah. And then a Democrat comes on and he goes like, Republicans have never showed any evidence of, of, of CRT being bad and blah, blah. And it's like, but, but like recently, the guy in front of you with, with five seconds before he showed you, like, can you at least tackle the subject? And the answer is they don't even talk to each other. Like they just right. go there, they read the script that, that probably was written for them by uh, their aides. And they yeah. don't, they, they pretend like no one else exists. And, and it's like two parties that completely talk past each other. They, they don't even engage with, with it's conversation. Like a play. It's a fucking play. Yes, yes, exactly. And, and like, I think it's all for, for clips for the media. Like dude, the, we live in the 10 seconds clip and you show like, look, AOC had the stunning speech, 10 seconds. Here's what she said. Yeah, I've seen <clears throat> uh, The Undertaker have more compelling speeches, uh, uh, <laughs> confrontations with Kane in the <laughs> better orations and... Uh, it's so fucking crazy. Like it, 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 the amount of casting and all that. So, I don't know how people don't know that. Like, it, it seems to like be like, it's not like they live. If you ever saw they live, because um, you don't need like sunglasses. Like they just write the shit openly. Like don't don't do research. <laughs> like yeah. they just say that. That was in Forbes, yeah. dude. That's so, in so Forbes. So this is yeah. This is well, who's brainwashing. That for? It's uh, not for. It's, for it, for the NPCs, what they call it. They used to call them in France marionette men before our age. Um, and this is uh, how you brainwash people. It's uh, the same reason why the Soviet Union had the Iron Curtain. Right. It, it's so that people don't know any alternative of what's going on than what you are telling them. Uh, it's what uh, Scientology does by naming people suppressive people, suppressive person, which you are one, right? Because you, you surround yourself with, with problematic individuals. Right. So by excluding people like Joe Rogan, by excluding Tucker Carlson, by excluding all of these people from your life, you only get what is being told to you by one source, which speaks with one voice, the corporate press or whatever. And if you don't know any alternative, if no one manages to tell you a different story, then you're going to believe them. People in the Soviet Union didn't know that outside of the Soviet Union, um, you could have more than one television network or, or you could have electricity 24-7. Uh, most interestingly, in North Korea, they claim that uh, the father of Kim Jong-un invented the burrito. And if you're a North Korean, 
That's you're one laughing. of my favorite. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you're you're laughing, but it's sad because if you're in North Korea, you can't fact check that. Like there is no way. Yeah, right. That that you would know that is false. Yeah. Well, you know why? You know why? Uh, remember when they got mad that Trump went and talked to him? Uh, you know why he they clutched that so much the nuclear weapons and part of the reason that it'll never. I just I just <laughs> so he just told me this, uh, uh, and I like. It's really funny because of uh, they so happened to Gaddafi. Because mm-hmm. Gaddafi, do you remember he like I remember this vividly. He was like everybody. He was like pretty cool for a hot minute. Everybody's like, oh, he's he's really a good guy, Gaddafi, for like not that long. It, it wasn't that long, but he was like one of the good. And I saw it on the news, the regular news, you're supposed the to good watch, dictators, yeah. That now he's our pal, kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's trying to help, and he's against this terror that happened on nine eleven. Some shit like that. And then next thing I know, he's got a stick shoved up his ass. And uh, <laughs> that was right around when they he was going to go off the petrodollar and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he wanted a pan-African union. Yeah, like these fucking maniac dictatorships, like they see that. They know what's going to happen to them. You know, like, oh, his people. It ain't going to be his people that turn on him. They're fucking like, I mean, I don't even know how you would even go in and try to do anything about it. Because you have probably a bunch of people don't know anything that are, don't want you there, and I, well, probably what they do know is like the shit we've actually done. They probably do tell them that part. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so that's the like this thing of like we're gonna globally control the fucking narrative is like create. This is the shit that I would be, uh, uh, you know, like a crazy born again f- friend would tell me about the fucking beast and shit like that. Like, but is that it's not even. There is the World Economic Forum, and you have Klaus Schwab, who is surrounded by all the world leaders and all the most influential businessmen. And this is live; it's recorded. It's to the public, like it's not a conspiracy. And he's like, "Right, well, yeah, well, that's right. Welcome. It's not. It's not. Yes, they live. Well, you can see it. You could go yeah, watch what yeah. he's saying." But here's, and he says, yeah. "But hold on, let me tell you what he says." He says, uh, I, "I am glad that we are here, friends. <laughs> we are going to imagine the future, and to imagine the future, we have to set." the narrative and oh, yeah, and right. i'm like and i'm looking at it like motherfucker like like they, they know that if you call it out if you if you actually say it they will say oh you're a conspiracy theorist even if there's video footage of it well, it's that, that's... just the fucking cl- well you know i try to think of why people would like even because some people are smarter <laughs> that rationalize that and if you ever read about Klaus schwab he's like some dickhead that yeah. he like it's basically this is his big thing to his ego is to throw this fucking Davos thing. And most of the fucking jillionaires don't even go to those. Like a few of them maybe go, but mostly they're just banging whores and doing coke and shit. And, um, you know, when they Greta Thunberg there, I was like, was that, what is that? Like, did they invite her there so they could like jerk off while she scolds them? Like, Jesus. that's probably how they come, you know? Well, yeah, like there was this thing with, with Greta Thunberg. It's like, how dare you? Like, you ruined my childhood. And everyone's like, ah! uh, and I'm like, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, oh, hit us. Like, you're, you're, you're supposed to be upset that that It was happened, like right? S&M for them. That's what they're like, <laughs> yes. That's what they're like, oh, we are the worst. Tell us. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> But, but but you can see it on her face. Like, she's shocked. She didn't expect that, right? Like, when, when you insult someone, they, they usually get offended or upset. But they were clapping at her, and she, she was probably taken aback. It's like, why are they clapping? I just asked them how dare they. Yeah, she, well, you know, she's, like, <laughs> fucking got something wrong with her, too. She's not with sensory information, so she's not going to be able to get a read on the crowd. <laughs> well, um, it's weird, yeah. I wouldn't um, get a weird on the crowd if I was there. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just... 
I, dude, I didn't realize because I got go, I have to go do Kyle's mm-hmm. thing, and I fucking we were talking, and I I we went long, but it, uh, yeah, time good talking to you, dude. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, th- thanks for having me. My chat also loved you, so uh, I'll uh, I'll remove the stream from my chat, and people who are listening can follow you. Just give me a link to your podcast, and I'll uh, upload awesome, it man. on my channel. Yeah, and uh, you got anything to promote besides uh, Romanian TV? Yeah, it's uh, it's the YouTube channel Romanian TV. Um, if, if you want some funny news, you you can find a lot of videos there. Yeah, that polyamory thing was, uh, <laughs> it was like a fun puzzle. Like I was in an escape room. It's interesting to out. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's the show. I'm gonna be in uh, at Bray Improv on February 12th. So uh, for one night, so come see me. And um, then I'm going to be at Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant in uh, March. Go to KurtMatzkerComedy.com. You can get all my dates. Kyle Dunnigan channel. Every Thursday we go do a live show. And we're making another Fresh Prez also. It's fucking crazy to try to do these at the same time. And uh, and then uh, Jimmy Dore show you can catch down most of the time. All right. That's the show. Because I can't get right. Because I can't get right. Yeah. You're listening to Can't Get